Hey girlies, and welcome to the Unfiltered Podcast. We talk about everything from health and fitness to financial fitness. One thing you can count on is our unfiltered opinions. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share it on your socials. Let's get into it. Happy Monday. The curls are thriving. I'm here for it. This is like day five. So we're trying to hold Ooh, on. Day five. Okay. <laughs> trying to hold on. Yes. We're trying to hold on. We hold on. We hold trying to hold on. on. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get another oh, day or two out. Oh yeah, I feel you. Yeah. That's the same um, that's the same thing I'm doing okay. with like my blowout. I was like, mm, you know, like it's just I'm itching to wash it. I wanna wash it. Yeah, it's a struggle. I know. If you know, you know. You know, you know. Um, so yeah, I was just yes. letting everyone know that's joining in now that we are doing the part two of finding your way. So if you missed the yes. first part, it is all about finding your way in the health and wellness space. And I gave um, my POV on that. And so today we're going to be getting into the career business side of things. And so I'm going to be interviewing my girl cat because that is her specialty. If you don't follow her, follow her for all of your business and content needs. All right, we're plugging today. <laughs> Period. Um, so <laughs> let's just get right into it. And start. Well, how about you start with first introducing yourself and what you do for those that may not know? Okay, so as a refresher, for those that maybe not know, maybe do not know, I can't even talk today. So <laughs> first, my name is Kathy and I can't talk. <laughs> but um, I am a social media strategist and a content coach. So I basically help you with all things content, everything that has to do with social media, help you to start, grow, and scale your online business. So if you have a business that you run and use Instagram, Instagram is my specialty, but I'm starting to like um, get more into Pinterest and Facebook and TikTok and stuff. But Instagram is mostly my specialty. So if you run a business online, then I am here to help you navigate it all boost your engagement, get more people and more eyes on your content. So yeah, that's basically what I do. That's awesome. And especially in today's day and age, there is a huge need for more people in this space, more coaches, because the beauty of, you know, the way the world has developed over the last two and a half plus years is there's a lot more opportunities for people to, you know, start their own business. And all you really need is social media when you're first starting out for a yeah. lot of businesses. So yeah, definitely. i um, excited to hear what you have to say today. So yeah. my first question is going to be what made you start your own business? So um, if you guys are new here, are you new here? <laughs> are you new here? Are you new here? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are new here, um, I was in an MLM for a year and a half. And so basically, not to get not to elaborate on anything, but um, being an MLM is not running your own business. You're working for a company, and so I decided to run my own business because I wanted creative control of my own business. I didn't want to continuously have to follow the rules and like basically like the guidelines of another company. Like I basically in like layman's terms, I didn't want anybody telling me what to do in regards to my business. Um, and so I started it myself and I knew that there was a need beyond what I was already doing. I saw so many coaches, whether they were health coaches or business coaches or whatever. I saw so many coaches and people online that were so burned out and didn't realize the signs. Like people just really thought, and this is actually a post that I'm going to be posting tomorrow, but it's like people really didn't realize the signs of burnout. 
and they would like explain and express what they were feeling and I'm like you're burned out like and some people don't really know that mm -hmm. so I'm like okay I know that I felt like that I felt extremely burned out and I took was taking steps to recover from it and to get over that and to like take those little steps to like change my ways and my habits so I knew that getting my message and my story out there and helping other people I knew that there was a need for it because I especially if we're like online all the time there's a high chance that you're going to be burned out yeah and I feel like burnout has become almost like the new norm you know that's why I feel like many people don't realize it when they have those signs um speaking from experience I definitely had the checklist I was feeling all those things but I just yeah. took it as being the norm you know hustle culture grind culture um, when I was working in corporate America, it was kind of like just that mentality, like, this is your job, you have to get it done no matter what. And so you as the person gets put on the back burner, and you're just yeah. supposed to be, you know, being like a corporate or work robot. Um, yeah. When in reality, like, that's not sustainable. And especially when things kind of shifted with quarantine, you know, like, we got a whole new outlook on working in a different environment and like not having to be in the office for a lot of us that have you know office-based jobs yeah. um, and so it kind of opened a lot of like people's eyes and a lot of us realized like okay it's not normal to be killing yourself for 40 plus hours a week and then you have 48 hours to yourself right yeah. on the weekend and then you just repeat and so um, I think one I guess of the kind of positive things that came out of such a crazy situation was a different approach to how we look at work-life balance. I was about to say that, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because a lot of people think burnout just relates to the nine to five. And they mm -hmm. think like automatically when you start your own business, it's like, oh, well, I don't have anybody else telling me what to do. But in actuality, as somebody that is literally on both sides of the fence, mm -hmm. I'm working a nine to five and I also have a business as well. You have to become so much more self-disciplined and you can easily become burned out when you're working for yourself oh, yeah. because you have to be extremely organized. And I know that you have experience with this. You have to be extremely organized. You have to talk yourself out of a lot of things you have to say no and that's when boundaries come into place mm -hmm. and it's just it's extremely easy for you to fall into the trap of burnout so I know that creating content online can sometimes feel very robotic and mm -hmm. you can lose your passion easily when you create content so that is one way that I'm trying to help other people online like you don't have to overthink things you don't have to always come up with new and fresh ideas you can use the same thing that your brand defines and that defines you and you don't have to overthink it and therefore get burned out you can literally just use the same things over and over again um, and then I will get into a whole like ramble about Instagram strategy, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but yeah, I knew that other people needed to hear it because I know that sometimes you need to understand the, uh, the other side in order to be like, oh yeah, like I'm, I think I'm going to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what I love about um, your page and the way that you approach it is you bring a lot more fun into what it is, you know, especially um, for me, I have my own business and like you said, whether you have a nine to five or you have your own um, business, they each bring their own set of, yeah. you know, stress and, and things that um, you have to deal with. And so I think um, the way that you approach things, you break it down very simple and you make it more fun. So whether you do have your own online business or if you are a nine to five, or you can still get tips from things yeah. that you share and apply it in a way that you can have more balance and work smarter, not harder.
Thank you. Because that is one thing that I that I aim for on my page. I aim to literally like break things down as simple as possible because especially I my target audience is people who are busy. Like people who have mm-hmm. nothing to do all day, there's no need for you to come over here. <laughs> people who are busy, <laughs> those are who my tips are for. And yes. busy people are not gonna have the time to sit there and watch an entire 30 minute tutorial on something. They're gonna mm-hmm. wanna know the quick bites. They're gonna wanna know quick tips here and there. And that's exactly what I aim to do on my page. So thank you so much for the feedback and anyone <laughs> else that is watching this or listening to this if you have any tips or any types of um suggestions of what you want to see from me please let me know because i will break it down seriously because yes she will double down for myself so (laughs) um but yeah like i said you're the queen of making things smarter not harder which a lot of us can benefit from because a lot of times we're just stuck in our heads and we're just like making things more complicated than they need to be so Mm -hmm. it's good to have that reminder every now and then. Um, Okay, so let's get on to our next question. Um, Do you think the coaching industry is oversaturated? So I actually, so I don't. I don't think that it's oversaturated because it can seem that way. Because Mm -hmm. the thing is that we're all humans, right? We're all humans and we have different ideas sometimes, right? And the good thing is that if you have an idea and you want to coach other people on it, then coach other people on it. Even mm-hmm. though there, thou- there are thousands of people doing what I'm doing online. Like you can literally type in social media strategist and thousands of people will come up, but there's mm-hmm. only one me. Mm-hmm. And you are going to teach your subject and you're going to teach your clients a certain way and they're going to gravitate to you. Why do you think not all coaches have the same amount of clients? Because some people gravitate to some people's personality. Some people gravitate to some people's way of teaching. Some people are more visual learners. Some people are more like read and write and do that type of learner. They're not hands-on. Everybody's mm-hmm. a different teacher and everyone's a different learner. So I don't think the coaching, the, the coaching um, space is oversaturated. What I do think is oversaturated is a lot of coaches that do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's different if you are a coach and you, let's say there was another social media strategist just like me, and we were literally copying and pasting each other's posts, then there's no differentiation that is oversaturated. Mm-hmm. But I do think that if I was doing something and I'm a social media strategist and I work a nine to five and I'm teaching people how to recover from burnout and how to make simplified content and somebody else is just teaching you like content strategy and having to do with marketing and all of that, like marketing is not my forte. <laughs> marketing is not it's at all but if somebody else is trying to is trying to teach you how to do content marketing we're still social media strategists but we do different things so i mm-hmm. always feel that not only in your why because everybody's why is going to be different but also in your strategy and in your brand pillars it's going to really um separate yourself from everybody else and the thing mm-hmm. is i i spoke about this um on a post or on a story like the other day I don't only speak about content. Like you see my husband, you see my dog, you know, like I'm from the Bronx, you know that I work in New York. Like I, my personality comes out in my content. And I think that's very important if you're defining your brand online. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to become a coach or you just want to teach people what you know, as long as you are two to three steps ahead of where they are now, you can teach them how to get there. And as long as you're continuing to educate yourself on your craft and you're continuing to research things and, and make yourself better and make and get um more educated on what you're doing then you can teach other people like mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it ever being oversaturated there's going to be thousands of people on sign online that 
claim to be a coach. There's going to be thousands of people online that are, are coaches, but there's only one you. So don't mm -hmm. ever think that it's oversaturated. Yeah, I really, um, I like the way that you answered that because just from speaking on the opposite side of things as someone that when I was thinking of starting my own or restarting my own business, yeah. um, you kind of get into that mindset, you know, like, oh, it's been done before. Um, there's so many people in this space already. Um, but like you said, there's only one you. And so while you might be under the same umbrella, depending on the industry that you're focused in, you're going to bring different perspectives to what you're, you're sharing because we all have had different experiences. So um, I think it's important for a lot of people to know, too, that you might already be a coach at something. You don't realize it, too, right? Because yes. no matter where we're from, we're all, like, knowledgeable about something, whether it's, like you said, content strategy, whether it's mm -hmm. makeup, whether it's hair, like, styling your clothes. Like, there's something that we all have a knack for. And so instead of having to, like, overcomplicate things, like, you can literally – start from a hobby and turn it into something that's profitable for you i'm so glad that you said that because that is literally what i encourage and i'm probably annoying to a lot of my family and friends but i encourage <laughs> so many people to do that like if you are now it's different if you have a hobby and that just really just makes you happy and you don't mm -hmm. want to make a living off of that and you just want to like just continue to do that that's like your me time your self-care time then yeah do you boo but if you have something that you've been doing that's either a craft, either your service, you have a service or a product or something that you have been doing, um, for example, actually, because this just happened. So my mom has been painting for so long. Like my mom has been painting and she just used to do it as a form of therapy. She was like, she just loves painting. She loves doing that. She's been sewing, you know, she's Dominican. So, you know, she's been sewing forever. <laughs> she does so it all. she's been sewing. She's, she does it all. And she also <laughs> makes jewelry. So she had a jewelry, she had a jewelry business years ago and it didn't, she went back to work and all of that, but then now she's been painting and she's just been posting like her paintings on her Facebook and, and she sold like four paintings already. And I'm like, um, ma'am, if you want to make this as your, cause she's a, she's like a stay at home wife right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if you want to do this as like your source of income, you can do that. You're purchasing all of the supplies you are putting fourth effort into your mm -hmm. paintings and you're putting your heart and your soul into it so you should do that and she was just like really and i'm like yeah girl you should do it so we finally were able to make her the instagram and the instagram shop and all of that to like get it going but i thrive on that like i love watching people like turn an idea into um into a business mm -hmm. and i love how you said that like you could be a coach and you don't even know it like you can literally if, if people are constantly coming to you to ask you advice on something and people are constantly coming to you to ask you how to teach them how to do something, you could literally get paid to do it. That's like, that's literally. It's so funny because that was what kind of like solidified me into like saying, okay, like this is what I'm going to do full time is because yeah, I was getting a lot of just like questions on my opinion. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people too also get hung up. on like, Oh, I need a degree. I need like this credential. And experience is really how you learn. Okay, so yeah, you can go to school for something for five, six years, whatever the case may be. Um, but it's not until you actually work in that field that you get the experience. Because a lot of times when you come out of college and you're looking for an entry level job, what are they looking for? Experience. So exactly, there's no better way to actually learn things than going through experience. Of course, you want to make sure that the things that you're saying are credible and truthful and all of that. 
but you don't have to feel like you need to be held back by those things because I've seen people on this app and on the internet say wild things and they have all these letters after their name yet the common sense is not there so I think people really need to like be confident in the knowledge that they have like you know when you know something and you know when you're good at something Mm -hmm. and so if you can capitalize on that why not especially if it's something that you can't stop talking about if it's Mm -hmm. something that like it, it like fills you up and you really can't stop talking about it and you just feel there's like a feeling that you get when you talk about something that you love, right? There's a feeling that you get when you are teaching someone and when like the light bulbs are going off mm-hmm. and a person is just like, damn, like, yeah, like I really understood that. Like she's, she mm-hmm. broke it down really well. Like, especially if somebody, you could teach someone something and they can implement it and get results. Like that's, that's a business. That's yeah. literally a business idea and you don't have to overthink it. Like it's, it's amazing how it's not oversaturated and you have the coach inside of you. You absolutely do. Yes. Yeah, so true. Um, all right. Next question. How do you navigate through imposter syndrome? The dreaded so I'm imposter syndrome. <laughs> I'm currently navigating <laughs> through imposter syndrome, but honestly I have learned through obviously mindset, um, mindset work and doing my personal development and really like really like understanding why I'm doing it and sometimes I have to catch myself I have to catch myself like nope Kathy don't don't do that don't ask yourself that (laughs) because sometimes you can like get it could be two two sides of it right so sometimes you can not get a client for like let's say you don't get a client for like 30 days straight right then you're just like, damn, like, I know that my offers are amazing. I know that what I'm doing is helping people. Why isn't anybody buying? And then on your feed, you'll see all of these coaches that are constantly getting clients, that are constantly mm-hmm. making money, and that are maybe, maybe making the money and getting the clients that you want, right? So then you're just like, dang, why don't I even start this business in the first place? Like, I'm also just like, dead it. I'm just going to give it a break, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It could be that extreme. Or you can equate your worth to when you get your client. You know, mm-hmm. like you could get your client and then you'd be like, okay, now I know that I'm worth it. And it's like, it shouldn't be that extreme. You shouldn't base your worth on, on money. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't base your worth on just the people that are buying because yeah. granted there are certain strategies that you can have in place that if you are like running a program or like you have an offer out or like, let's say like both of us have one-on-one coaching. Right. And if we market it a certain way, or we promote it a certain way obviously some ways work better than others. That's just Mm -hmm. how social media works. Some ways work better than others, but that doesn't mean that you have to shut down your whole thing if somebody doesn't buy it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you have to be like, okay, like that just gave me like the, of course it's going to give you like a boost of confidence. Like, okay, like, let's do this. Like, let's give it, like get some fire again. Like we got this, like somebody joined, but you have to always be excited about your business in order Mm -hmm. for people to be excited about it because people can feel that. Yeah. People can feel that online. They can look and look at you and be like, hmm, nothing's been going on there. She doesn't have a client. What's going on? <laughs> I can tell that her mood's off. Like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be like, well, if her mood's off when she don't got a client, like, I ain't going to join her. For what? But is if you are always showing up with the same enthusiasm you have to just teach and just serve, mm-hmm. then the, impo- the imposter syndrome will like not completely go away but it'll be um it'll be lesser and lesser and i have to snap myself out of this all the time like i literally have to snap myself out because sometimes i'm just like why am i doing this like maybe i have to change this up and it's only been a day 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> it'll be like a day since I launched and I'm just like oh my god nobody bought it yet and I'm like okay wait I just talked about it yesterday and then you also have to remember yeah. that on Instagram only like 10% of your audience sees your content mm -hmm. so you have to talk about it all the time in order for a chunk of people to see to hear about it talk about your offer all the time talk about your program all the time and serve for free literally serve for free because people need to trust you in order to know that you are that you're worth paying money on Mm -hmm. How many times you got to see an ad on Instagram or on Facebook before you buy something or an ad right. on, on, on TV before you buy something? The first time it comes around, you'd be like, oh, I don't know what that is. And then the second time it comes out and then you see an influencer using it and then you see somebody else using it and then your friend is using it. You're like, okay, let me buy it now. You know? So it, like, it takes a yeah. while. But as long as you know that that six-figure coach that may be making six figures has went through a completely different journey than you are. And if they've been in business for 10 years and you're just starting your business, it doesn't even make sense logically to compare yourself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't because the only thing you're going to be doing is disappointing yourself. And granted, some people make money faster than other people. Everybody has a different business. Everybody runs their businesses differently. I remember I was comparing myself to a coach that was making six figures. I don't know for what, but I was comparing myself to her. And but she takes sales calls all the time. She's on calls all the time. She's on calls all day. She literally does not have a nine to five. She does this mm -hmm. business all day. And I'm like, well, I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna be on calls all day. Like, and I have a whole job. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense to even compare yourself. Like, for yeah. what? What are you comparing yourself for? Because you're literally just going to be disappointed. So the only person that you should compare yourself to is the person that you were yesterday. And that's it. If you are doing better and you're taking those steps ahead and taking steps to move forward in your business, listening as I cook, <laughs> mm. if you are taking those steps to move forward in your business, then you can easily, not easily, let me, let me rephrase. You can, <laughs> you can manage to control the feelings of imposter syndrome. And I could literally talk about this forever. I might do a freaking like, like live talking about this because imposter syndrome is so, so like, if a coach out there says that they don't go through imposter syndrome, they're lying because mm -hmm. everybody goes through it at one point. It's just the method of like, are you doing the steps that you need in order to talk yourself out of it? Yeah, I think we can all agree that comparison is the thief of joy. And mm -hmm. imposter syndrome is something that comes no matter like where you're at in your life, right? Whether you have your own business, whether you work nine to five, whether you're even if you're a stay-at-home mom or like, you yes. know, like there's always something for you to be comparing yourself to or for you to like not think that you're doing well enough. And so it's important to realize like it's going to be a continuous thing where you're going to have to talk yourself uh, out of it. Yeah. Um, and like you said, when you're new in a space, no matter what it is, you can't expect to have the same success as someone that's been doing that for mm -hmm. years and years and years, you know, like, everything takes time. And if you have a new business and you're, you know, you have five clients and you're like, man, I wish I had 25. Like there's people that don't even get five clients in a whole year of their first yeah. business. You know what I mean? So like it gives you perspective because I'm guilty of that as well. I've had moments, you know, where I'm just overthinking of course, and thinking I'm not doing enough. And it's like that, that fine line, right. Where it's like, you need to post about your business because yeah. hello, that's how people know about it. Right. Mm -hmm. But you're like, I don't want to like overdo it. And then you're like, I don't want people to think I'm showing off. You know, it's like, there's so many things, especially because on social media, 
everyone has the ability to say whatever they want behind their keyboard. So everyone yep. just says things that are crazy and mm -hmm. it might get in your head. So it's important to really just like get back to your, like you say, your why, your core values, whatever it is that you have as a reason why you're doing this and kind of remind yourself like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. I'm good at it. I deserve to, you know, talk about things that I'm doing well, you know, and like share, like to share those client wins, share those testimonials, um, yeah. because that speaks to your, your work ethic. And so I'm going to take a lot of the things that you said, <laughs> and I'm going to digest them because I, I definitely, to I needed to hear uh, some of those things today because <laughs> it's, it's a struggle. It doesn't matter whether you've been in the space or six months, a year, five years, there's always going to be those moments where you have to give that little pep talk to yourself and be Absolutely. like, I can do this. I got this. And you yes. just kind of need to like reset yourself. Absolutely. Um, all right. And my last question for you is going to be, what advice would you give someone that's just starting out? So I'm, I'm actually glad that you had mentioned um, the imposter syndrome because somebody that's just starting out just start like that's literally like the easiest thing I can say is just start it's going to be messy at first it is really going to be messy and it's okay like mm -hmm. it's okay just start you don't need a fancy page you don't need fancy aesthetics on your page you don't need like to sign up for all of these systems at the same time like take it one step at a time literally if you have and this this is as as messy as it gets if you have Zelle or you have Cash App and you want to charge someone, put a price on something, charge someone for it and have them sell you. That's it. Start there. Then maybe you can move on to invoicing. And I think Chase has invoicing too, or Zell, whatever. Mm -hmm. But they have invoicing also. You can do that to keep track of everything. Like start at one step at a time and start with something that's maybe your signature. Start with something that maybe is your signature and maybe you don't know what your signature is yet and that's okay, but start with the one thing that you can't stop talking about. If you can't stop talking about health and fitness and really can't stop talking about like, like you, like you can't stop talking about like low tox living and you really love talking about ingredients, like talk about that. Try to find something that you can help somebody with and think about it. Like if I were to get on live video and I actually got this, um, got this idea from one of the coaches I follow. If I were to get on live video, how long can I talk about this topic? If I could talk about it for like a half an hour, then do a masterclass and make it free. Do not be afraid of doing things for free. Do not be afraid of doing things for free. The only reason why I have ever invested in any type of coach or any type of program was from their free content. There was never a time where I just saw a random website and I clicked the link and I bought something from a coach that has to do with content or whatever, or business or whatever, and I haven't absorbed their free content. Even if I saw that, I would go to the link of their Instagram and I would see their content. Mm -hmm. Because that is how you know someone. That's how you get to know someone. That is how, obviously, on Instagram and on social media, we are all connected via online. So your Instagram is you. Don't be afraid to include your personality in your, on your Instagram page. Don't be afraid to include your personality as your brand because that is your brand. It's you. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to be yourself. Even if it's messy at first, it's okay. Even if you have to do the things for free at first, it's okay. I like, I just did a huge, and this is to put things in perspective. 
when I first started my business, I wanted to do a paid masterclass because my thought was like, okay, I'm first starting this business. I need to get some type of income, right? <laughs> so I did a free ma uh, a paid masterclass. One person joined. And not to say that it wasn't successful, but I knew that the topic that I did the masterclass on, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. And that's okay because it was messy at first. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago when I just did my signature masterclass and it was free and 28 people joined. Wow. Which is amazing because now mm -hmm. I have, I'm able to contact them to get feedback on everything that they're doing. And it wasn't a masterclass where I was just rambling. It was an organized masterclass as if, you know what, Kathy, like I would have paid for this. And that is what I want anybody that's listening to this or watching this to think like, just start. Don't think that you have to have all of your ducks in a row to start something. Just start. And even if you've never had a client, even if you have never had a client, you are your first client. Mm -hmm. you, ha you have done what you are teaching other people to do. Yeah, that's true, right? How and can that you, was, and yeah, like yeah, you how can you show people it. if you haven't done it yourself? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah. I know that I took the steps needed to recover from burnout. I know that I took the steps needed to simplify my content and to repurpose it. So I had to sit down and write down everything I did, everything that I did and the steps that I did to do it. And if you know that you can teach someone how to do that, then that's it. You're your first client. You don't need to have fancy testimonials. You don't need to have like, you don't need to have all of these systems in place. You don't need to have a team. Obviously, if you get to that point where you get where you can afford to hire out and outsource, then do you, boo. Mm -hmm. But if you want to do everything yourself and you are just starting out and you have that thing that is passionate and that is burning inside you that you know you want to teach people, but you just don't know how to do it, just start with one step. That's it. One thing, just one offer. And obviously, I am here to help you if you need that guidance. I'm here to help you one-on-one -on -one if you need that guidance. But even if you can't invest in a coach right now, even if you can't afford to do anything, let's say you can't, right? Instagram is free. Absorb the coach that you want content. And if their content is teaching you something, if you notice that you're saving a lot of their content, if you notice that you're mm -hmm. constantly referring back to their content, if you notice that you have them saved as, your, as, as one of your favorites, and you're just like, okay, I need to go back to this person because I remember that they said something, then work yourself up to hiring that coach. Or even if you never can, that's okay. Sign up to anything that you can that's free. Mm -hmm. and, and investing doesn't only mean money. Investing means time as well. Sometimes you got to sit there and you got to do your research and you have to ed educate yourself and you have to like pour there's YouTube is free. Instagram is free. <laughs> there are so many free resources online. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you this from personal experience. I've done this myself. There's so many free resources online. So there's no excuse not to start. Just do it. Even if it's messy. You heard her. Just start. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, a huge takeaway from not only this uh, episode, but the last week's episode yeah, so, yeah. is to invest in yourself and to see the importance of it, no matter what uh, path you're looking to take, no matter where you're at currently versus where you want to be. Mm -hmm. In any way, it pays off to invest in yourself because whether it's just for your own mental, physical health or it is for your career, it's yeah. going to pay off. You're never going to regret like, oh, I should not have done that for myself. Like, how right. dare I learn more? Or how dare I take care of my body? You know, like, you're never <laughs> going to regret that. Yeah. It's always going to benefit you. And usually, once you start, 
you're going to want to keep building. You're going to want to keep educating yourself. You're going to want to keep investing more time into yourself. So um, don't, you know, discount yourself and don't shortchange yourself just because you're new in a space or because you are a beginner investing, whether it's like you said, into a coach or into free resources, investing your time, it's always going to pay itself back a hundredfold. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this was a great episode. <laughs> Why you look like this? <laughs> this was a great episode. Um, you shared so many different gems. Like I feel like this was almost like a mini masterclass. Um, right. If you are looking to like you know be in this space, um, there's a lot of gems that uh, you can take some notes from. So this episode is going to be up shortly. And like I said, the part one um, is already up, and it was last week on the health and wellness space. So. Thank you guys for joining us live. Yes. We will be back with you again next week. Um, and if you ever have any episode topics that you want us to cover, any um, topics that you might think are a little juicy, send us a DM or a comment um, on our post and we will add those into our uh, episode list. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone.